2: Hello and welcome to All Things Radio. Five three four four. May the seventh would be one Jerry from Indiana, Pennsylvania's birthday. Happy birthday, Jerry! And I'm Bill Sparks. Jeff, take it away.
3: Happy birthday, Jerry! Happy birthday, Jerry! Happy
4: birthday, Jerry!
2: Oh, wonder where Jeff is. Well, anyway, I'm
1: here. I just want I just want to let everyone everyone finish talking, so oh. I'm here. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to an Oh, <laughs> did you want to talk, Bill? I'm sorry. No,
2: no, I didn't say anything, Jeff.
1: Well, good evening. Welcome to all things. R- <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> this is social distancing. Uh, we getting fast. Here we go. Yeah, we're doing hey, very well.
1: I know. Again, welcome to All Things Radio Live. We've got a very busy show for you this week. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news segment, and we've got news from a national perspective. We'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And before Bill Sparks' featured segment, we're going to do a little piece on um, – actually, no, we're going to do Bill Sparks' featured segment, and then we're going to do my classic air check, and the air check takes us back to 1972, and it's i – I'm sorry, FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania – And you're going to hear how voice tracking sounded back in the 70s with an automation system. We'll have a featured featured segment about Des Moines, Iowa. But before Des Moines, Iowa's FM band scan, we're going to do a little piece on the late Barry Farber. Conservative talk show host worked for many, many years in New York radio and was still working up until he died when he was 90 years old. And in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Seattle, Washington, and we're going to hear how radio station KRWM-FM, owned and operated by Hubbard Broadcasting, handles their morning show with the coronavirus. And, of course, they're going through problems. We'll talk about that in the radio news because they've had major, major layoffs and I'm not sure when it's going to all end with radio. So all in all, we've got a very busy show this week, so I guess it's time to get this show on the road.
2: Is, is that me, the, my cue to say this is Jeff's award-winning radio news <laughs> coming on? Is that it? It's Jeff's award-winning he has won. news.
4: he almost has an award record.
2: Oh, he does.
6: Yeah. Well, Bill, but before, do, you promote the big, do you want to promote the big extravaganza next Friday? Or?
2: Oh, well, yeah, we could do that folks stay tuned next friday morning on may 15th at 9 a.m we're doing a anniversary party here on the legend 15 years stand by for a major announcement on the 15th so anyway
6: that's 9 a.m eastern by the way
2: that's 9 a.m eastern 8 central 6 pacific right sean
1: I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Hubbard Broadcasting is the next company to see major layoffs. Radio One is the next company for experimental all digital AM. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and conclude our look at the Nielsen March personal people meter ratings. It was another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and unfortunately, bad news continues to permeate the radio industry. We've seen layoffs at Beasley Media, iHeart Media, Townscreen Media, and Cumulus Media. This time, the company affected is Hubbard Broadcasting, a company you don't hear from very much when it comes to layoffs and cutbacks. But unfortunately, Jenny Morris, CEO of the company, says that this is a necessary evil caused by the carnivorous, which has been affecting radio companies throughout the United States. Jenny Morris, CEO of Harvard Broadcasting, says this is the necessary evil that we have to go through in order for our company to survive. The layoffs affected all areas of Hubbard Broadcasting and all of their radio stations throughout the United States. We'll talk mainly about the radio announcers who were let go from the company. In Seattle, Washington, Cutbacks hit radio station KQMVFM. They program a pop-CHR format. Gone is Justin Barnes who did middays for the radio station. He had been with the radio station for over 10 years. In Phoenix, Arizona, say so long to Russ Egan, who had been working at radio station KSLX-FM. KSLX-FM programs a classic rock format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, cutbacks hit radio station WREW-FM as midday host Ray Anderson and morning co-host Shannon were let go from this radio station. At WTOP-FM in Washington, they lost five positions. Although none of them were radio announcers, they were independent contractors, and there were four vacancies, which are not going to be filled at this time. let Let's move back to Minneapolis, Minnesota, where the local sports programming is gone from radio station KSTP-AM. They transmit on a frequency of 1,500. All local sports programming is going to be replaced with ESPN's national service. In St. Louis, Missouri, they said so long to Bernie Mickles, who had been doing mornings at radio station KXOS-FM. KXOS-FM programs in all sports formats. At radio station wil in St. Louis, Missouri, say so long to Bud Ford and Broadway, who were doing mornings at the radio station. Also departing WIL-FM is Danny Montana, who had been with the radio station for over 20 years. Years. Danny Martinez was program director at W I L F M as well. At W A R H F M in St. Louis, Missouri, say so long to Robert Pfeiffin and Bryce Jones. Robert Pfeiffin had been doing afternoons for the radio station, and Bryce Jones had been doing evenings for the radio station. WARH FM in St. Louis, Missouri programs a variety of hits format. Finally, we said goodbye to Donnie Fandango, who is the midday host and music director for radio station KPNT FM, also in St. Louis, Missouri. Finally, pain was also felt by the radio staff at the radio cluster owned and operated by Hubbard in Chicago. Chicago, Illinois. Gone is Brian Middleton from radio station WSHEFM, which broadcasts an adult contemporary format. At radio station WDRVFM, say so long to Phil Anicky, who is doing evenings at the radio station, and Greg Easterling, who is doing overnights at radio station WDRVFM. WDRVFM programs a classic rock format. This is just the tip of the iceberg for all of the cutbacks that were made at Hubbard Broadcasting. These included a lot of the behind the scenes operations people who worked for the company. We'll let you know more about Hubbard Broadcasting in a future all things radio live broadcast. In other news, could an all-digital radio station hit Indianapolis, Indiana? Well, if Radio 1 has its way, it will. Radio 1 is proposing that radio station WTLC-AM drop its analog programming in favor of all digital. The all-digital programming is not just going to be of one radio station, but of three radio services on the same frequency. The FCC has to approve this experimental operation, and if approved, could an all-digital AM format be the savior for AM radio? We don't know, but it certainly makes for interesting discussion. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Folks living in Tampa, Florida will be hearing a new morning show starting in June. The Joe Show will be airing on radio station WFLC-FM. WFLC-FM programs a pop CHR format and it's owned and operated by iHeartMedia. The Joe Show originates out of radio station WKQIFM in Detroit, Michigan. Westwood One has replaced the Ty Bentley Morning Show with Morning Coffee. The show is hosted by Paul Coffee and Jasmine Sadry. This show is aimed at country radio stations and will provide you with an air check of this radio show in a future all things radio live broadcast. Look out, folks in Atlanta, Georgia are seeing radio changes as the beat on WRDZ FM, they transmit on a frequency of 96.7, has moved up the dial to 105.3 where WBZY would have been broadcasting a Mexican format. The station is owned and operated by iHeartMedia, the beat broadcasts a hip-hop and RB format. Folks living in Albuquerque, New Mexico are noticing changes in the radio landscape as radio station KDLW FM they transmit on a frequency of one hundred six has dropped its top 40 format in favor of a regional Mexican format. Finally, Say slow to the alternative rock format that was heard at radio station KPOI-FM in Honolulu, Hawaii. The station transmits on a frequency of 105.9 and they dropped the alternative rock format in favor of a soft adult contemporary format. Now it's time to conclude our look at the Nielsen March Personal People Meter ratings. In Portland, Oregon, two of the top three radio stations broadcast a spoken word format. The number one-ranked radio station is KOPB-FM. That's the public broadcaster with the news Talk and information format. The number two rack radio station is KKCW FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Portland, Oregon is KXL AM with a news talk and information format. In Charlotte, North Carolina, spoken word was not dominant. The number one rack radio station is WRFX FM with a classic rock format. The number two rack radio station is WLKO FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina is WBAV FM with an urban. Contemporary format in San Antonio, Texas. The number one rec radio station is KONO FM with the classic hits format. The number two rec radio station is KCYY FM with the country format, and finally, the number three rec radio station in San Antonio, Texas is WOAI AM with a news talk and information format. In Sacramento, California, spoken word is dominant. The number one rec radio station is KFBK AM with a news talk and information format. The number two rec radio station is KNCI FM with the country format, and finally, the number three. Rec Radio station in Sacramento, California is kscg FM with a classic rock format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the number one rack radio station is WDVE FM with a rock format. The number two rack radio station is WRRK FM with an adult rock format. The number 3 Rec radio station is WWSW-FM with a Classic Hits format. In Salt Lake City, Utah, Spoken Word was one of the top three radio stations. Number one is KSFI-FM with an adult contemporary format. Number two is KRSP-FM with a Classic Hits format. And finally, the number 3 rec radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah, is KSL-AM with a news, talk, and information format. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the number one rec radio station is KKLZ-FM with a Classic Hits format. The number 2 rack radio station is KSNE-FM with with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KMXP FM with a hot adult contemporary format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one rec radio station is WOCL FM with a classic its format. The number two rec radio station is WCFB FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Orlando, Florida is WMMO FM with a classic its format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, Spoken Word was definitely the dominant leader. The number one rec radio station is is WLWAM with a news talk and information format. The number two rack radio station is WGRR FM with a classic hits format, and finally, the number three rack radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio, is WUBE FM with a country format. In Cleveland, Ohio, the number one rack radio station is WNCX FM with a classic rock format. The number two rack radio station is WMJI FM with a classic hits format, and finally, the number three rack radio station in Cleveland, Ohio, is WGAR FM with a country format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one rec radio station is KCMO-FM with a classic its format. The number two rack radio station is KFKF FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is KCFX FM with a classic rock format. In Columbus, Ohio, the number one rack radio station is WCOLFM with a country format. The number two rack radio station is WTVN AM with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three rack radio station in Columbus, Ohio is WNCIFM with a hot and all contemporary format. In Austin, Texas, the number one rack radio station definitely broadcasting spoken word was KUT FM, that's the public broadcaster with a news, talk, and information format. The number two rec radio station is KBPA FM with an adult hits format. The number three rec radio station is KKMJ FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, in Indianapolis, Indiana, the number one rec radio station is WYXB FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WIBC FM with a news, talk, and information format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Indianapolis, Indiana is WFBQ FM with a classic rock format. Finally, according to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was the United States Social Security Administration, followed by Progressive Insurance, Home Depot, the Census Bureau, and Babbel, the language learning tool. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is jeff, that's J-E-F-F, jeff, at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800 693 that's 800 595 And hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett.
2: Great job, Jeff.
1: Thank you. It's all amazing. Right. I wanted to think about the, what's happening with radio. And there's some news stories that have coming that we'll be talking about next week. And Bernie, you might, you might be interested in this one because it's, it, it now it affects iHeart when the when the stock price gets really really low, uh, people try to buy up as much shares of the stock as they can so they can take over the company. And they put in some measures they call it a poison pill, which which with their, with regulations under the Securities Exchange Commission, it, what makes it impossible for someone to just swoop up and buy massive amounts of stock in the company. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, Bernie, but I can tell you that. Uh, that this is the uh, the second time we've seen it. We've, we've seen it with Entercom. We've seen actually the third time we've seen it with Entercom. We're seeing it with iHeartMedia, and we were also see, we also saw it with Cumulus earlier.
3: Yep, and Emmis uh, is not going to be publicly traded anymore after like next week. Yeah, I
1: wish mm-hmm. I had stock in the company before it went down. You know, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, how does it? You know, you work in, you worked at the station. I know you're not you're not doing full time work anymore. Do you, do you see um? Uh, well, I'm trying to think. Do you see uh, uh, I'm trying to think of it. The best word to say here. Do you see uh, like a lack of morale because of what's happening in the radio industry? About uh, Bernie, at at our station, at, at your station, or maybe around the yeah. Where you, you've talked about you know people you know in the area who work in radio.
3: No, I I don't. Um, everybody has the mentality that people are listening to the radio more. Uh, because of what's going on, and the smart speaker thing certainly isn't hurting it either. So, no, I, I think the people who are still in the industry uh, feel pretty lucky to be there.
2: And look at the ratings well, in I, Indianapolis. Well, you I know the
3: smart speakers
1: are... Okay, go ahead, Bill.
2: <laughs> I said, look at the ratings in Indianapolis, or what? You always do number... Move- number one and number two. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know. I mean...
3: Uh, yeah, we're so, feeling uh, pretty
2: good. I mean, so I, I wouldn't get too concerned about yeah. th- them as far as that. And Bernie, what about the WTLC AM? I thought something was going on with that. Wh- what do you think of that story? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, you've, you've actually you've actually mentioned this a couple times because you've you've heard that they're off the air and then back on, and I I just don't know. I I you know. I know they did this in Europe with a lot of radio stations on AM and stuff, and and it seems to be okay. I just can't imagine, uh, especially this particular radio station, uh, having any effect at all.
2: It's not that good well, to be. I'm wondering with. if it's a way
1: that these – could these radio stations be doing it, Bernie, so they can find ways to put translators on the air?
4: No, where to put them now most places.
2: Well – They've got a new translator that's supposedly on <coughs> at ninety five point one. I haven't got them. They weren't on when I left, but they may be by the time I get back. Bernie, have you got them? Ninety five point one, the new. I trans-
3: you know what? I I was not aware that I was not aware that ninety five was on. So I'll check that out.
1: And we do have a hand from Marty, so I would like. Shall I go. acknowledge Marty's hand? Oh and, sure. Uh, yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Marty.
7: Oh. All right. You know, I was uh, I, I was just going to say that one of the uh, things that came up for me this week was that uh, I, of course, mentioned I do part-time traffic for Salem Radio out here in Sacramento. And, uh, you know, it's very part-time when the guy needs to fill in and I'll get the call. And he was supposed to have surgery this week, and so I thought, all right, I get some hours coming in, mm-hmm. and so I called and said, do you need me? And they said, uh, no, and I thought, okay, that's right, non-emergency surgeries are being held up. Well, then I got an email a couple of days later saying, Salem uh, in Sacramento is not doing traffic reports at all. That position is gone. Oh, wow. And that surprised, that surprised me a little bit, because you know Sacramento's a pretty good-sized market, and they just bag the traffic it's it's done at least for now you think it's a uh,
5: temporary thing though because traffic of course is still uh, you know I, I live on a main yeah. street and it's really not anything like the rush hours or the traffic that you'd see you know when you just listen to it it seems like uh, sometimes the middle of the night in the middle of the day so you well, wonder have if it's a, just the volume you know
4: we have a we have a yeah. station here that has not done traffic for years uh, KLBJ we don't, it, don't do hasn't done it. They have not done traffic for maybe five or ten, maybe not ten years.
1: actually, one or
6: two stations for that company do traffic now. That know, I think about you know, AM,
1: and you know, Chris, there's if there's a point you got there because WINS does traffic normally twenty four seven on the ones, and they're not doing any traffic after uh, seven, after twenty, after seven at night until five in the morning the next day. So, and they and they're saying that it's temporary. So, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: so that's that's probably. Well, Marty, when you listen to the featured station segment, which is KRWM later on in the show here, they really have done some cutbacks. And I did this feature station before they announced the layoffs at Hubbard Broadcasting. But the, there is no morning news person. There is no meteorologist or wh- someone doing the weather. And the morning host is doing the traffic reports, you know, taking it from a service you know, and it's it's obviously written for him, and he's and he's doing the traffic for Seattle, Washington. That's just not normal on, on that station. I've heard that station before, so they've definitely made cutbacks. So the radio is 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 feeling the effects all throughout the uh, you know all throughout the day, night, and you know during the during the weeks and months to come with this.
3: Our station yeah, I, I... hasn't done. Uh, we, we haven't had news or traffic in almost ten years.
7: Huh?
6: Yeah. Well, uh, I least, I all a your,
7: but,
6: yeah. Your old company. Now the new company, the bottom here, the only one that does traffic for them is KLBJ AM. And I think they do it maybe on Bob FM on KBPA, but I'm not sure on there if they
7: do that even. Marty, did you want to say something? Yeah, what I was going to say, I, I, I think that it is temporary. You know, and what that means in California is hard to say because they're fighting about it right now, but, uh, You know, we'll see. This the other thing I wanted to bring up too, last week we were talking about remotes and and, you know, doing remotes when there are no people. And uh, I used to do remotes from a car dealership like in February, March, and (laughs) I would I would feel really guilty, because 'cause nobody'd show up except the same people wanting the free prizes we were giving away. And Mm -hmm. so I I talked to the sales guy and he says I said, you know, I feel bad, man. We're not drawing any (laughs) any customers at all. He says, Oh, they're not worried about that. What they want is top of mind in six months. That's what they want. So they're not worried about right now if nobody comes out. I mean, if they come out, that's great. You're right about car
3: dealerships. And it's kind of funny because our salespeople actually convinced the people at the car dealerships that that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the the top of mind for people to come in later, maybe not necessarily that day. And that's good because I've done those too, where
7: there was just nobody there. (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> except the same people and you know, yeah and you, oh yeah and you, know,
1: and you know what's funny bernie um i'm watching television a lot and i guess maybe because i'm getting older and there's not much going on right now and i'm stuck in the house and you can't believe at least on the local tv stations here at Albany, how many car dealership commercials you're hearing for these very uh, like there are two major car owners dealers that own car you know own car dealerships here in the albany area and they're just dominating the the tv airwaves with uh with commercials day and night. I mean, that's all you hear. It seems like you're only
5: hearing these car dealerships. And this is for time. buying online, I assume they're, they're talking well, about. Well, no, this
6: well they, going to
1: the dealership. Well, no, they're, they're saying you, you you can buy online and and you'll do all the financing online and you'll buy your car online and they will drive the car to your house and deliver it to you. I mean, they'll I'm, send you a text uh, space you know, a bunch of those here that do that. <laughs> a bunch of those. Here. I mean, and the other we're
6: like seeing here. Yeah, we're seeing the car dealerships and the real estate. Those are the two. Like he, one guy's even talking about. We can. You can virtually see the house that you may want to buy or that you're wanting to sell. You can have it virtually shown on video and all that. Those are the two big ones that you're seeing. It's,
1: it, it, is a, it is a strange new normal, and I'd like to see how radio is going to evolve from it. Right now, radio is doing is doing a lot. Is getting very well noticed, but as things loosen up and as things change. Will those listening habits continue to stay with radio? Uh, Bernie, what's your opinion on
3: that? The sad thing about it is that, uh, uh, as you pointed out in your your, your radio news segment, the award-winning news, by the way, um, that uh, a lot of people are letting radio people go, and they're not replacing them. And that's the part that later on, I'm like, okay, what are you guys going to do now?
5: Yeah. Well, that's well the you know, part. the whole analogy is like you, you talk about the stations. You know, we've heard of this a, a million times where you'd have a music of your life station. that was one of the highest rated stations in town, but they weren't selling advertising to the right people because they were too old or whatever. Right. And so this is what you get. The people are being let go because they're not selling advertising. It doesn't matter that maybe twice as many people are listening to radio and you've got a bigger audience. It's all about the money. Follow the money. Exactly. And that's the problem.
1: Here's, here's the other part of the problem, Bernie. We just, I, I I kind of alluded to it, and I, I don't normally I don't put my opinions when I do the radio news. But let's say the radio does or the AM does come out with a digital component. Don't you think that maybe we should have maybe thought about doing this maybe 10 years ago? I mean, it just seems to me that maybe it's a little bit too, a little too late. That's just my uh, opinion.
4: It's a little, it's a little too late. Yeah. For, especially for AM and if it's a marginal yeah, signal, yeah, it is. then uh, it's going to even be worse because people are not going to sit around and listen to marginal signals. You know, there's people not,
6: under 30 don't, people under 30 don't know what AM is. Well, a lot of them. Well, oh, I a lot don't even know what radio is.
4: Well, that's well, true yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when I biggest, walk down the street, I don't hear a lot of radios in cars. Uh, I, no. I can
1: tell you that the biggest complaint that my stepdaughter has about radio, and we talk about radio a lot, and she does know about radio, you know, having lived with me and knowing some other people who are visually impaired to love radio, is that I happen to record these stations. I do the featured stations, and I, and iHeart isn't the only company that's like this. They'll do a commercial, but they call it a stop set. But the, there's like a, a twelve minutes of commercials. That's not a stop set, Bertie. That's a roadblock.
3: Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Yes, well, well. the good news is because the advertising is down, now it's only 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe and I'm made the the way, wrong. Mar-
6: go ahead. Uh, I was just I say, by me. the way, Marty, we want to thank you in advance for our award-winning intro for Times Live. But we haven't heard it yet, but it's award-winning.
7: I'm sure it is. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, I was I was kind of curious if Bill got that Make sure it was okay. I sometimes still don't trust this technology, so I – Mm-hmm. I was I was glad he got it, and uh, I'll be looking forward to hearing how he put that together, because really, how he puts it together is what makes it good, man, because you get that hey, music we give and the awards, sound effect. We give, all, awards be, we give awards before we hear stuff. I, yeah,
0: no,
1: that's true.
7: <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. You keep doing that for me, man. I appreciate
1: it.
2: <laughs> well,
1: well, I wonder if it's time for Jenny's call to inform at I think,
2: I think it is, just I it is. But it is time for that. I'm talking as little as possible. We seem to be having some issues.
6: I know she's getting upset.
2: Oh, yeah, she's getting upset. She can't stand to hear herself on the radio. But anyway, here she
8: goes. Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format (laughs) changes for the week of May 7th. KMPN 95.9 Brunette, Texas changes format from format not available to religious teaching and adds network provider Houston Christian Broadcast and adds slogan keeping him close by. KPPT FM 100.7 Depot Bay, Oregon changes format from classic hits to classic rock. WMUK 102.1 Kalamazoo, Michigan changes slogan from Western Michigan Radio to public radio from Western Michigan Radio. WONB FM 94.9 Ada, Ohio changes calls to WOA. H-A-F-M. WTZA 1010 Atlanta Georgia changes slogan from talk of Atlanta to fistful of radio KOLT 690 Terrytown Nebraska changes format from classic country to news talk KRVY FM 97.3 Starbuck Minnesota changes format from Classic Rock to Classic Hits. KUVR 1380 Holdridge, Nebraska changes format from Oldies to Classic Hits. WLAY 1450 Muscle Shoals, Alabama changes slogan from Shoals Country to Country's Greatest Hits. WLAY FM 100.1 Littleville, Alabama changes slogan from Shoals Country to Country's Greatest Hits WWLC FM 88.5 Cross City, Florida changes calls to WUFQ FM WVNA 1590 Tuscumbia, Alabama changes format from silent to variety KHTU 88.1 Ray Colorado changes format from variety to classic country and adds slogan the ranch KJME 890 Fountain Colorado changes slogan from oldies but goodies to 890 yesterday and those are your call letter and format changes for this week for all things radio I'm Jennifer Sparks with Wishing all of you a good week. Short but sweet.
2: There you go.
1: No sign-offs this week. And there were no sign-offs this week. No, None. no stations went off the air.
5: Well, hey, there's a you Starbucks know, I've noticed like I with if- you know all the all these figures like unemployment sign-offs. There's the ones that are on the fringe, you know, whatever it is. I mean, the unemployment, not as many new unemployments this week as there were last week, because what you have is you have a, a rush of three or four weeks of this, and then the people who are right on the fringe, right on the edge, have all fallen off the edge, and it, it settles down for a little while, you know.
6: Now you got a point yeah, there. I was just thinking that Starbuck,
9: Minnesota. I wonder if uh, they have coffee in that town.
6: <laughs> I hope so. Well,
1: you know, one of the things that we're learning about with iHeartMedia Media is they have to get rid of those stations in that divestiture. trust. And one of those stations, Chris, is in your neck of the woods. It's at 1430. I've, I've, uh, I think it's well, you yeah, what you said. you were
5: talking about that last week, but you didn't talk about it on the show. Uh, and what are they going to They're going to be traded to uh, something well, to not be a subsidiary by, of Salem, right? Right. The person's
1: name is Nancy and Stuart Epperson. They, they're they they're related to, Salem media and they're probably going to make it some sort of religious station we're not really sure what's going to happen or when it's going to happen but they they they've been in the uh iheart trust since 2017 so iHeart is gradually getting rid of those stations in the divestiture trust
5: yeah and going back to the topic that you brought up about these hostile or supposedly hostile takeovers from for intercom or or iheart or beasley or whoever you said uh keep me up you know you wonder and of course you don't know it's almost like okay they're stopping them but might it be bad might it be somebody who would come in and do something good with some of these companies
1: unfortunately the but the people who tend to do that kind of hostile takeover Chris aren't people who are radio oriented they're like fund managers and they're so they they're not buying the stock they're buying the, the they're buying the shares to try to make as much money as they can or to dump them after they've made money, that's that's part of the problem with that whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. That that's, that's from what I've been reading in, in uh, some of the business journals that I read occasionally. That's the only problem that they have, and then and it does take away control of a company. And I mean, as bad as iHeartMedia yeah. is, and I'm not sure that they're suffering from like the problems that everyone else is. And of course, they got caught up in the recession of well, a few years ago, and now are they getting caught caught up? like all the radio companies are, we're all getting caught up, caught up into another recession of some sort, so which we've never seen in this country before. So these radio companies uh, are, are definitely feeling the pain. That's part of the problem.
5: Yeah, there's one station that I heard of, a historic station, that I, I don't know, it didn't survive in any way, WGI, which was in Boston in the in the 30s, and it had been around since the 20s, but it didn't survive the, the Depression. You know, it just it just couldn't make it. So even back in the day... There were stations, and that's a, a three, you know, three-letter call, you know, a heritage call that they had, and it was one of the early stations. I guess they were pretty good. People tell you, but who knows? It wasn't around, but they were gone. You know, they they just couldn't make it. So it, it happens, even even back
6: then. I wonder if you're going to see as we come out of this and whatever, whatever we come out. If you're going to see maybe some of these big companies kind of, you know, shrink. And say a lot of smaller companies start making comebacks in these areas because you're seeing it a little bit with places like Good Karma Media, you know, MS is trimmed down, uh, other companies like that, you know, Red Apple, and Morello, the Morello Media, you know, just sort of I wonder if we're going to see more of that because these big companies, with all the stock and all the layoffs, it's like, is you know, it worth having these stations? And someone might say, I'm going to go buy. Couple stations here in Portland, a couple stations in Seattle. You know, good tax there You might see some of the bounce back from small companies.
1: You know, Sean, I would, I would, I wish that I could say that you're right. I don't, I don't think you're right, only because people want to, they want, they want to see return on that dollar, and radio doesn't doesn't have yeah. that high return. That's the only thing I can say. What do you have any opinion on that, Bernie, at all?
3: So you you think that because they own all these stations, if they sell some of them off, they won't make what they think they should make?
1: Well, I yes, I I think if line? they sell them now, they're they're gonna they're gonna lose money, then they, they, rather than gain money at this right. point. I'm not. You know, that's what right. I'm. I, I think I think that's what Sean is thinking.
6: Well, no, I was thinking yeah. maybe you might. It, they may have to get rid of some stations because right. they're losing so much money, and it's going to be more profitable for them to keep the station or to get rid of it. You might see some small groups buy small companies. Clusters, I, I, I could cluster see that. Who, yeah.
1: But you know what the sad
6: thing you know, is like pretty- when, when your look- when your minority partner bought the station here in Austin, bought MS out, you know, kind of things like that. It, that already happened before this. Back you know this last year, the minority uh, Sinclair Tele Cable came in and bought your fifty-one percent out, or your fifty-one whatever. You know, you might see more of. Those type of things, I'm wondering, and I don't need to say that we are. I'm just, I'm just curious if we might see that.
1: But you know what? The sad part is, Bernie. Let's um, let's use Indianapolis as an example. Not that this is what's going to happen here, but what if MS has its to farm on a piece of land that's really valuable? and some developer wants to make an office complex out of it and, and have, or maybe make it a mixed-use thing so they have an office complex and they have housing and they have a medical center that they want to put into this development, and that makes the land much worth much more than the radio stations that are on it. That, that's the sad thing.
3: Well, they have been approached uh, about that here in Indianapolis, and, and uh, because of that, I mean, they've, they've started looking at ways to keep the station on at a slightly reduced power. Thank
1: <laughs> you. Well, because that you know, money talks. Because money talks. I yeah. mean, that's the bottom line. The more I mean-
5: direct damage to an industry is office complexes. Exactly, because yes, that was the big thing. Yeah, maybe put up an office complex. If a third of the people per day end up at home after this is over, which is my guess, is what's going to happen, because it's it's working basically for a lot of companies, and people are going to clamor for it. I think you're going to end up with with smaller office complexes, and that I wouldn't invest in office complexes. Uh, that'd be like swampland in uh, you know florida or whatever you know oceanfront
6: property in arizona whatever yeah all these office complexes that were built five years ago are gonna I mean, they're gonna be a lot emptier they're gonna be empty
1: well again we we're on very uncertain times so i don't know that there's any way we can really predict it but when i hear a station gets that gets turned off the air and because the tower site that the transmitters are on are worth more money than the radio station's making That uh, that kind of tells you something, I think.
5: Uh, Yeah. Well, I think instead of office complexes, they'll be uh, putting up delivery sites for people who are mostly at home
6: (laughs) instead of office What good would it do to keep a – let's say you have a 1490 somewhere, which a 1490, very low – no matter where you are, very low-powered frequency – you know where the land is worth a million. The station may only be worth a half a million. What's I mean? Right. It makes sense to shut a fourteen ninety oh, yeah. off when half in most markets half your city and, can't hear those fourteen ninety twelve thirty twelve forty radar frequencies anyway. Yeah. Makes sense and, and chances are that fourteen
1: ninety station is a fourteen ninety with one thousand day uh, two hundred and fifty watts 250 at night. I mean, that was what WOLF in Syracuse yep. was, yep. and that was a great station. Had great announcers, had great yep. personalities. With people like Fred Winston worked there, Dale, Dale, Dale Dorman worked there. I mean, I mean, Bud Baloop. I mean, people worked in that market, and even Marv Albert worked there before before he got into sports. He worked at WOLF in Syracuse, and I'm just using that as an example. And that cool. station is is really no more. It, it doesn't exist anymore. Marty, you have your hand raised, so let me unmute you here and get you on the air here all right go ahead marty
7: thank you all right i was going to say you know that's the situation we got a couple stations here kliv and san Jose, went dark because the transmitter site was worth more money in land and office investment than it was as an am station and um now they're back on the air they moved their transmitter and i guess they've got about a 60 foot tower and it's Effective about 500 watts, and the stations in Monterey that we announced went dark last week. Um, one of the main reasons for that is the guy was trying to give them away, and he couldn't get any takers because it came out that uh, Cannery Row, which is a nice or a shopping complex in Monterey. I wouldn't say it's really a mall, but it's you know it's a, it's Cannery Row. It's a lot of shops there, and they uh, said, you know what? I don't think you better count on having your lease next year. And so these stations have nowhere to go, too. Yeah. yeah that's the right. So that they need to be
5: housed in these places that may be closing down. That's right. You know, well, and the
1: other thing about that's AM, AM radio stations, Good, ahead, Bernie. I'm sorry.
3: The other thing about the AM stations, like like ours here, WFNI has 50,000 watts. It doesn't need it. It doesn't need 50,000 watts. Um, no, they don't. they don't do that well at night anyway. But the point is, for local people, they have two translators on FM, and you've always got your smart speakers. You've got tune-in. There's a lot of a lot of cities, there's no reason for a station to be 50,000 watts. It's a, an expensive operation just from the electrical standpoint. Very it true. Well, I think that would be time will cost money. Yeah.
7: Go ahead. I yeah, think some, of come, these,
4: some of these AMs people aren't going to want because of these issues. So it's easy just to shut it down and go home. Because yeah, you can't exactly. really sell it, you know who's going who, I don't want a daytimer with two watts at night, you know I don't want that if I were going to buy a station
1: well, that's why the people who have AM stations and have them on FM translators really would like to take off the AM station, take those off the oh, yeah. air, just broadcast on the translators. I mean that uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. So what? What more can you say?
2: Hey Jeff, we Bill, got. A, I'll
1: turn it over to you. For the we next got a,
2: we got a feature coming up, Jeff. You can talk about this guy Barry Farber who passed away today. And you asked me to find something in the last second here, and I just did. So, wh- what do you want to say about Barry Farber? I'm not sure Jeff can hear me.
1: Barry uh, Farber was a conservative talk host. I can hear you. Barry Farber was a yeah. conservative talk host who was uh, versed in multiple languages and dialects as well very intellectual but not stuffy intellectual and not no. yelling and screaming you know what i mean chris he was not a yelling and yep. screaming conservative no
5: he i spoke. love i enjoyed him one of the things that really uh, made his career for me at least was when he uh, uh, it was a kind of a coup for WNBC in the summer of 64, they got Long John Neville off of uh, W.O.R., and that gave Barry Farber the all-night show. And so I'd started to listen to him, and I'd out Long John, too. But I'd listen to Barry Farber sometimes, and his uh, motto, as I was telling people every, every hour, he'd say, I'm Barry Farber, keep asking questions. And he was intellectually curious about everything. He talked a lot about... World War II. He was a kid. Now, if he's 90 years old, that means he was 12, 15 years old. So he could remember things growing up as a kid. He was following it. You know, he had Eastern European ancestry. So he often talked about the fact that those countries at that time were still under the domination of the the Soviet Union, you know, when we're talking in the 60s and 70s. But he would talk about, and he was from North Carolina. So he brought a unique perspective. He was a Southern guy. He was a Jewish guy. He was a guy who was experiencing the war as a kid experienced it, yeah. But, you know, not as you always at that time heard what the adults were saying about it, you know, who were in the war. Well, what did a kid who was 12 to 15 who was following it feel about it and just an interesting guy and could talk about anything? Really? He, he could. And he always and, had good. Yeah. And, and,
1: and Chris, he was open minded. Also, he didn't yeah. sit many conservatives have a one globe, one view of the world. He had a very. Well, very broad view. I mean, that's that's the way I saw it when I would listen to him. It wasn't as if I'm conservative and I hate this and I hate. This. He would never have. He'd never would have liked Rush Limbaugh. He didn't like people like Rush Limbaugh and that kind of stuff. He was no. he he was very uh, intellectual, but he could talk well, uh, in any level. That's what I'm trying to say. He back in them. those
4: days, conservatives and liberals actually worked with each other on things. They did, which they don't they do did. now. What a concept! So it's kind of. You know, but that, you know, that'll never happen again. But, yeah. but they actually did do
2: that. I was around. <laughs> well, let's see what yep. this sounds like. Back.
9: Hi, I'm Barry Farber, and this is Diamonds in the Rough. A show where you'll meet ordinary people who've achieved extraordinary success. People have inspiring stories and people have an overwhelming passion for life. My guest tonight has been a leading broadcast journalist for over 30 years. In 1956, he was the first freelance journalist to enter the Soviet Union. And in 1977, ran for mayor of New York. He has a syndicated radio show and speaks over a dozen languages. Talk radio host, Barry Farber, <laughs> joins me to talk about life and achieving success. We'll be right back. Diamonds in the Rough is brought to you by Custom Cleaner, Home Dry Cleaning Kit. Back, this is Barry Farber. Right, I was waiting to say this with Barry Farber, but uh, I want to tell you something. It's a special occasion because uh, this person, you know, actually eight years ago, I met him for the first time, and, and uh, he doesn't know it, but he made a big difference in my life, and it's an honor to have you back on. Barry really, really is very really delight to, to be here. Um, you know, I mean, eight years ago, I come into the city and uh, I bought this book, Barry Farber, Making People Talk, which you're an expert at, and you signed it. It was you know, over eight years ago. Now. Talk about first about communication because that's your expertise. What is critical about that today?
10: It's a very very powerful subject and it. it's uh, hard to, to reduce to a to a bumper sticker or a little slogan on a fortune cookie. Uh, but you've written many books, that, you know, on salesmanship and success in business. It's all part of communication. Yeah. You, the, the point is this: uh, Judge Potter Stewart of the New York, uh, forgive me, of the United States. Supreme Court Uh, once said, maybe I can't define pornography, but when I hold it in my hand, I know what it is. Uh, Same thing here, you you can't define communication, rapport between two people, but when it's not going on, you know it's not going on. I mean, you know when you're clicking, and you know when you're dropping a tulip leaf down the Grand Canyon and waiting for an echo.
9: (laughs) You got the best analogy. Nobody says it better than you, seriously. I mean, I had more compliments on the first radio show together, you had a, uh, when we first started, you said something about, first of all, what, now is it 17 languages you, Well, minute, not, but enough. not enough, not enough. Not enough? I can't even name 17 languages. language club <laughs> in New York, we have a
10: language club we meet every Monday night in New York, and uh, we advise uh, those who come to the language club, when anybody asks you how many languages do you speak, it's dangerous to answer that with a digit higher than one, uh, because uh, somebody will come at you with some street slang in that language and you'll lose your audio and you'll lose your credibility. So when you ask me how many languages do you speak, I give you the, the approved, politically correct answer. I say one, and then you pause and take a breath, and then you say, however I am a student of, and then you may add as many languages as you
9: like to think you speak. I'm a student of about 21 talks. <laughs> See, I bring that up because, you know, it might sound like I am going off on a tangent, but that is communication. When you go to events like here, you sit down at the table and you speak their language, and that builds, instant rapport relationship, right? I mean, studying other people. It, Barry, the study of language is the only
10: field where there is uh, as much, shall we say, front end load. And no other field is there as much difference between knowing zero, and knowing a little. If you're into brain surgery, for example, there's very little difference between knowing nothing and knowing a little. If you're into the flying or servicing of uh, intercontinental jet aircraft, there's very little difference between knowing nothing and knowing a little. But if you know one word of the foreign language, next time you're in a cab, let's say the driver is black. I'm talking about Manhattan, I don't know how it is in New Jersey, the driver is black, and you see by his name that it ends in an Eau. He's got a French. He's got a French name, mm-hmm. and he's black. Ask him in English. Are you from Haiti? The answer is always yes. And when he says yes, say, "Sapase papa." Say papa. Sapase papa. Now that, that, that that'll give you the power of it. That that is not the French. Comment allez-vous? How are you? It's not the French. Comment ça va, How are you? That's not French. That's Haitian Creole. That's his language. And you'll see the smile light up from the back of his head. Uh, and now, why do you have to win the hearts and minds of me? York cab drivers, you may want him to make a U-turn of questionable legality. Uh, you may want him to stop in front of a building for 35 seconds so you can run in and deliver a package or pick something up from the uh, doorman. If every member of Congress were a New York City cab driver that would be a capital offense. <laughs> but the minute you give him one word, one phrase of his language, the ice turns
9: into steam, doesn't even waste time going to the stage of water. Yeah, well that's what you do well, you're the master of communication. You. Are Able to understand what gets people to tick. Once you make them feel important, doesn't matter if they're a cab driver, CEO, everybody's the most important person. What is one tip that everybody can use? About maybe they're having a conversation with a customer, their spouse that can really hear. People should always do this. Well, Barry, it's hard to give that kind of a brain implant.
10: What you all I can do is give you an example. Uh, once upon a time, uh, I was at a party, and the woman was very, very wealthy, uh, the hostess, and somebody. Else at the party uh, worked for Christie's or Sotheby's, you know, one of those galleries. Mm-hmm. And she said, so help me. Jean, I've got a customer for that picture, she pointed to a picture on the wall, for $72 million. And the woman didn't want to sell it. And uh, the woman who asked her said, why? She said, well, I, I, I like to look at it. All right, that impressed me. A couple days later, I was the guest of an investment to a banker's office in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, and he was showing me around, he was very proud of of the artwork in the office. And he pointed to a picture and said, you see there, that picture alone is worth $17 million. Now freeze, what's the natural human thing to do? The natural human thing to do is say, hey, man, that's nothing. I was at a party the other night, and I saw a picture worth $72 million. Uh -uh. No. No. You'll get your investment finance. You'll get what you want. You'll get what you want a lot quicker if you just sit there and let yourself be impressed. Why rain on his parade? He's peacock proud that he's got a picture there that's worth $17 million. So what kind of a big shot are you going to be? How's it going to pay off for you if he's uh, $17 million? That's nothing. I was going to say. Seventy-two million dollars. Come on, it's just common sense. Right Put right yourself on. in his position. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, 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 you don't ever ask things the negative answer to which would make him feel bad. Do you still date that movie star? Uh, <laughs> uh, you understand what I mean? Exactly. Uh, how about that play you told us about you were writing last Thanksgiving? Uh, don't ever ask a question. These are just two examples. Yeah, but do you know the basics
9: are what people forget about. You know, two communicatory
10: and- snowflakes and an unending blizzard.
9: You, you, you can't <laughs> cover it all. You're you're an animal. You can't. By make the way, rule. seriously, come on. Let's get to, you're, you, seriously. You're amazing because uh, we can talk for another five hours. By the way, we're going to go to break. Come back with Barry Farber, uh, who's the host, who's the guest, who cares? We'll be right back.
2: I had no idea what I was pulling off when I got Barry Farber.
5: Oh. Yeah, he, now that's vintage Barry Farber because what he could do in he just asked, you know, he didn't know what the questions were going to be. He could paint a word picture that you wouldn't believe. And wonderful analogies, wonderful metaphors. Something that, you know, he'd really put something together, draw you in. He was one of the smartest people I ever heard on the air.
1: Very intellectual too, but but he didn't he wasn't stuffy intellectual, you know what I'm saying, no. Chris?
5: No, he wasn't.
1: And I know my parents, well, my parents were the type of people that would listen to the radio all night long and they and they loved Barry Farber, but they also liked Long John. And when Long John left for NBC, they still continued listening to Barry Farber.
5: Mhm. So, Yep. No, they and, and WOR when they had Barry Farber, they had Gene Shepard, you know, they had Long John, they had all kinds of talented people not to mention the people in the daytime that we've talked We've talked about WOR a few times around here and they were a very unusual station, a very interesting and unique station.
0: Yeah, well,
1: not only did Barry Farber do the all night show, he also did an evening talk show from eight to nine for a while. When he was besides doing the all night show, so he really did work and uh, he would tell stories about WINS and his early days in radio as well. So that was kind of interesting,
2: you know. Jeff, we got one other part to this. Um, we've got a band scan request from Perry and he wants to hear. Des Moines, Iowa. Now, Perry, I cannot guarantee the quality of all of these stations here or how this band scan is done, but here is a band scan of Des Moines, Iowa just for you.
11: Kind of mind read in this way is a fundamental ability that a few other animals and animals
12: Range of sizes starting at just $4.98.
10: He looked at the angel who's guarding the gates of hell, and he...
3: And ...you don't believe in, and that's a beautiful thing, too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up seeing.
7: On the big time, sitting in for
9: Whitney Allen, rest of the decade, I might add. Yep. Justin, Benaj, what do you
13: you can count on five mako two two three six zero three seven or
5: Us every day. Your time. So thank you for listening.
14: Not just what you want to hear. It's about safe money, making your money work for you. That's what
0: we all want. Fascinating, There's many, many different challenges that we a mejor fiesta en Valer Ballroom en Valer
14: Ballroom también contamos con mantelerías, decoraciones centros de mesa, no esperes más llama ahora y aparta tu fecha para más información más...
2: Sorry that one had to stop that was the worst band skin i've ever heard
5: Like Barry, yeah. could you follow that? Did you know where there, you were? Yeah, you...
14: there were a few of them. You had KJJY 92.5. I heard it, I heard them mention that one. Right. Um, Nash it's... FM ninety seven three. Yeah,
4: I heard them I heard mention that, that one. It seemed like a lot of them were like fifty, sixty miles away. It's yeah, amazing. I think.
14: I think. I think yeah. that was. I think that I was someone not
4: really anymore. in. I think that was someone yeah,
0: probably not like... in
14: Des Moines. I think that was, they were a little further yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, you know what? They were using.
1: They were using a digital radio, that you could tell. Yes, they were. And what was the Spanish station, Gary? Do you know what the Spanish station was, Perry?
14: Uh, That is probably the one that is from Perry, Iowa. And uh, I don't know what, I think the call letters, I don't know if they're still KDLS, but they used to be. And that's at 105.5.
6: Yeah. Perry, and Iowa. that know, was
5: named right after you, the you were, wasn't it? The Perry Iowa, must yeah. it, it be your It <laughs> was.
6: It was. Yeah. <laughs> and, and right about when, in some places, right about when they were about to say the name of the station, yeah,
2: change it. I'm like, yeah, that just was wait the about other. five and seconds.
5: Let us so see where we are here. You know. Jeez. <sighs>
2: Thank well, you very much for co-produced for a now. few band scans. Yeah, that that was yeah. one of the worst yeah. ever.
1: i ever. I think you may have needed an antenna on that radio. That's the only thing I would say. Yeah, there was a lot of in and
4: out. Either that, or he's out in the middle of nowhere. That's what I'm thinking. Might have been out in the middle of
1: nowhere.
2: No more. We enough. have a raise
1: hand from Walter Swank. So let me get to you, Walter. Go ahead, Walter.
11: Yes, um, the, there were two Spanish stations actually there. Um, one of them was uh, another one that um, it's uh, it was at 96.5. And that one was uh, the translator of an of an AM station in Boone, Iowa, at twelve sixty. So, okay, that was the other Spanish station there. There were two of them there. Yeah, I thought there were two. Yeah,
6: there's two different Spanish formats channel like, Yeah. Well, hey, well, thank, <laughs> thank
1: you very much for that one, Walt.
2: Yeah, that one uh, that would take a do over, but well, you wanted some
5: divine radio pairing, you got it.
2: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> sort of got it. Sort of
14: got it. Maybe sometime I'll. Maybe sometime if I have time to do it, I'll sit down and really go through the band and really yeah. give you a good taste of what what there That's, is.
9: That yeah, is, well, and, I'll, and I'll, yeah.
14: do on F, I'll do some of the I'll do some of the FM and some on the AM, so you get a little bit of both.
5: Yeah, if you're going to do uh, – and I was waiting to see if there was a uh, a translator for WHO or anything like that that they were going to pick up, but there didn't seem to be there anything There
14: is not – they don't have a translator, but what they do is uh, KDRB 100.3, the bus, which is an iHeart FM station, they're on their HD2 channels where WHO ah. is on the FM. Oh, okay.
5: I also didn't recognize one song. I was thinking I might go by and hear – Lion Eyes or something I didn't hear anything I knew so I don't know what all No happened. I, I the
1: did I, I, I did hear Pink Floyd uh, they were playing you Pink Floyd. Floyd. Yeah there was Pink yeah, Floyd I heard the and
5: beginning. Uh,
4: Kansas City by the Can't yeah.
6: Kansas see, Marshall Tucker Band and I heard uh, kind well, of yeah. Yeah, country songs and that, the country I heard did. What Kind of Fool Do You Think I Am I heard that song but I recognize that but those are the only three I recognize
2: mm.
1: All right, we'll turn it back to you, Bill. We get this show on the road here. I got to get uh, my next cup of coffee in my mouth. Uh,
2: I, I'm thinking so, Jeff. And all the years we've done scopes in whatever, one prepared, that could be right up there. That could win hands down as the worst. Uh, we're going to do next what, Jeff? W-C-A-U-F-M? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is what we're gonna do. Right. This
1: is WCAU FM, and I wanna just say hello to Kay in Buffalo. And she wanted to know what voice tracking is. And voice tracking is where you, you you're not on the air live, but you're doing the you're doing the tracks so you're saying what's being played, it's recorded and it's it's mixed with the music. And this is what they this is what radio stations do today. But in nineteen seventy-two, imagine doing that with uh, the voice tracks on one reel of tape and the music on another reel of tape, which is what they used to do back in the day. And so this is WCAU with their oldies format. From 1972. I don't have an exact date on it. I didn't have a date when I got it, but it's 1972, and I think you'll find it very interesting. This week, we're traveling to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and we're going to listen to radio station WCAU FM from 1972. Yes, we visited this radio station a number of years ago, but this is a different air check of this radio station, one that represents their oldies format. So without further ado, let's go back to 1972 and hear Jim Nettleton voice tracking WCAU FM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live.
15: The greatest hits of all time on Solid Gold Radio WCAU FM Philadelphia. Let me you, say. Let me sleep at
0: night.
15: you keep me hanging on. Supremes on WCAU FM Philadelphia, number one in 1966. Heartaches by the number. Next from '59 with Guy Mitchell. Heartaches by the
0: number. WCAU FM.
15: seeing UFM's early 60s gold album D.D. Sharp from 62 with
16: Mashed Potato Time. China, Colombia abstains. Congo. Maybe you think it's the world's only hope for lasting peace. Yes, Costa Rica. Or maybe you think it's a hopeless dialogue that can only be translated into another world conflict.
3: Yes, Czechoslovakia.
16: Whatever you think of the United Nations, the people who work here have the world on their minds seven days a week. And even when they're working round the clock, it's amazing how many of them make room for one magazine. The name is Time. And in plain English, time reaches one delegation after another. Ambassadors, counselors, ministers, they turn to time because time fills a need. The last word in organizing the news, the last word in summarizing the world, once a week, every week. Pick up a copy of this week's time and see what you've been missing. In a world that waits for no one, 25 million people depend on time. Who knows? Maybe they know something you don't know. There's never a substitute for excellence,
15: especially when you're car shopping. That's why you should see Ray Swenson, Lincoln Mercury, Roosevelt Boulevard, at Tyson Avenue. Ray's Goldcrest warranty backs up what he sells, and his selection includes the largest inventory of pre-owned Continentals in the city. See Ray Swenson, Lincoln Mercury, for pre-owned automobiles that run like new or better. That's Ray Swenson, Lincoln Mercury, Roosevelt Boulevard and Tyson Avenue, two blocks south of Cotton. They're open daily till 930 for after-dinner shopping. Go to life. wcau continues the greatest hits of rock and roll next hour. Don't miss the story behind the hits next hour on Solid Gold Radio. W
0: C A U F M Golden 98.
15: School's on CAUFM, the oldies authority from 68. People gotta be free. Here's Conway Twitty from 1960 with Lonely Blue Boy. My name should be
0: Trouble. It is my name. W-C-A-U-F-M.
15: Love on CAUFM from 63 at Solid Go Radio with a fine, fine boy.
0: WCAUFM.
15: That's Bad Finger at CAUFM with Future Gold Day After Day. Oh. The greatest hits of rock and roll continues next hour on WCAUFM. Don't miss the history of our music. Rock and roll, continuing next hour.
11: For Golden WCAU
15: F M. Chubby Checker from 61 at C A U F M. Reliving the best part of your life with solid gold like that. That's the fly. Here's Mary Wells, three years later
0: from My Guy. C-A-U-F-Cherish.
15: Number one from the association in 1966 on
16: WCAUFM Philadelphia. That's Cherish. Every car on the road right now is equipped with a destruct mechanism that wasn't installed in Detroit or Tokyo or London. This destruct mechanism installs itself every day when a driver slams the door and turns the key. The transmission, like any other part of your car, is built to last if it is maintained and not abused. At Cotman, we know how to fix transmissions, and we also know how to prevent them from having to be fixed like waiting until you come to a complete halt before shifting into reverse or replacing the transmission fluid at least once a year. We're asking you to stop and think about your automatic transmission before your automatic transmission makes you stop and think. Kotman fixes transmissions because they know how.
15: I was reading the Courier Post interview with the long hairs who think they're discriminated against, and I was wondering—I uh, think that uh, was clipped from the Inquirer because I, I never saw it. And that Courier Post women's section with Dear Abby and the recipes. Dear and, Abby. For some reason, I keep reading the Inquirer and missing all the. And man, how that mm-hmm. Courier Post dug into the welfare business in Jersey. Why well, they were I saying that? I missed uh, that one too, sorry. The Inquirer. And if you don't read the Courier Post, you don't know what you're missing. WCAU-FM continues the greatest hits of rock and roll next hour. Don't miss the story behind the hits next hour on Solid Gold Radio. Now, the greatest hits of all time on Solid Gold Radio, WCAU-FM, Philadelphia. Creighton's Clearwater Revival on WCA-UFM Philadelphia from 69. That's Green River. Well, it's one for the money,
0: two for the show, three to get ready. Now, go cat go, but get can do anything to lay off my blue suede
15: shoes? Carl Perkins from 56 on CAUFM Solid Gold Radio. That's blue suede shoes. Here comes Red Eye.
0: W-C-A-U-F-M Can't you see that I'm loving? Rescue me W-C-A-U-F-M
15: Bernard on CAUFM Solid Gold Radio from 59. With this, should go on forever.
0: WCAUFM. How can I go on living?
15: Beverly Dreamers on CAUFM Future Gold. That's don't
12: say you don't remember. F three ten. It works. In a major test, 297 cars representing California's 1970 car population were changed from the gasolines they had previously used to Chevron gasoline with F310. Drivers were asked to drive as they usually would for about 2,000 miles. An independent research firm measured exhaust emissions on all cars, both before and after using F310. While not all cars showed emission reductions, hydrocarbon exhaust was reduced an average 13.9% for the group as a whole, and carbon monoxide was reduced an average 11.6%. Lower hydrocarbon and carbon monoxide emission levels mean cleaner air. And just think what could happen if everybody used F310. f Only in Chevron Gasolines. Reduces exhaust emissions from dirty engines and helps keep clean engines clean.
11: F310. It works. I've got a question, especially for women. When was the last time you got out of the supermarket without spending 7 or $8 for practically nothing? If you can't remember, it's time you joined the 2 million people who read Consumer Reports magazine. They know that Consumer Reports' brand name ratings of foods, cleansers, detergents can help them get more for their money. And they always check the Consumer Reports ratings before they invest in appliances like refrigerators, vacuum cleaners, dryers. If you agree it's foolish to waste money, start saving right now with Consumer Reports. A year subscription including a bonus copy of the brand new 448-page buying guide issue. It sells in the newsstand for $265. And the 1973 buying guide issue, when published, costs just $8. dollars Three ninety dollars less than you'd pay at the newsstand for these issues and buying guides. Send no money will be billed later. Just call Mohawk 46362 or mail your name and address to Consumer Reports, care of WCAU FM Philadelphia, or phone MO46362.
15: The greatest hits of rock and roll continues next hour on WCAU FM. Don't miss the history of our music. Rock and roll continuing next hour. WCAU FM Golden 98. Those are the Essex on CAUFM from 63, playing the greatest hits of all time with easier said than done. 67 gold next, the Platters.
0: W-C-A-U-F-M.
15: And the Innocence on CAUFM Solid Go Radio from 1960 with a thousand stars.
1: Back in 1972, I used to listen to this radio station on an FM band opening when I was living in the Bronx, New York. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail. And by the way, if there's an air check of a radio station that you'd like me to play from the past, want to let me know about it by email or voicemail as well. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett.
2: Well, that one made up for it. Great station. Great.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Bill. I'm that, having a little break up uh, on my end, so yeah. i yeah. It
4: was really breaking yeah. up badly here.
0: But
5: it was oh, breaking up on the, the phone. I think it was better. I was checking the uh, the uh, stereo, and I think it was better for the folks at home, so that's good. Yeah. But the the yeah, thing yeah, that so. I think yeah. those are from early 72, the reason I say that, because the Beverly Bremers song, Don't Say You Don't Remember, and uh, also Day After Day by Bad Figure, that was Future Gold, so I'm thinking that that's the stuff that was charting you know uh, about february of 72 something like let,
1: that let me ask you a question chris now because they are automated and, and a lot of people don't like automation would, what what did, did you like the station if i mean if you were living in philadelphia would would that would that be a station you would have listened to
5: yeah well actually it was it was better than we used to have one and and the music was really good that uh, wrr at 98.5 you used to do and it was from um you know of course they are ko so it was from the drake that you know that was the association and cherished. you know, they do that all the time through the whole thing. And you know, this was a lot more like, like he was there, you know, it, was, it sounded a lot more, you was, the other one was obviously, you know, a feed and you could actually tell with that stuff, if you knew the pro playlist well enough, you could get to a point where you'd say, Oh, okay. They're playing the stuff they did last Saturday night around midnight. Cause they'd usually play uh, some older stuff around midnight on Saturday nights. And sometimes it would pop up at 2 two in the mor- in the after- afternoon on Tuesday. You'd say, oh, good, we're going to get that set where it's really cool for the next two hours, you know, because it was kind of go around again. So that was obviously uh, different than this. This was more connected and, and, and more random, it seemed like. True.
1: We have a raised hand from a, a 559 area code, I believe. So let me get to that first, and then we have a second. Fresno area. Yeah, so we'll, we'll just do this. Okay, go ahead. With the 559. There we go. Go ahead.
17: Hi, it's Pam Drake. I usually hey. don't come in on the phone, but I'm in the process of locating my iPhone. Anyway, I. <laughs> oh, they're was so po- small,
5: too. You know, you, you may have trouble finding that. Uh, yes, especially. <laughs> especially yeah, I college. know I
17: laid it This happened a few weeks The battery's gone dead. This happened a few weeks ago, and it took a couple, about a week, but I uh, didn't (laughs) call to mention that. I actually want to say one more thing, one thing about Barry, well, a couple things about Barry Farber. Mm -hmm. He used to, I guess I didn't hear this, but he used to sometimes bring his grandfather on. I think it was on New Year's Eve, and they would talk about the war, and they would talk about Europe. And, and he mm-hmm. said it was actually a friend of mine who was also Jewish, used to get a gig kick out of it because his but he would say something, and his grandfather would say, well, Barry, I'm a th-, And then Barry was like, Grandpa, you know. So <laughs> it was very interesting. But what I was going to tell you was that I was listening once, and you talk about him being a genius. He said he remembered when he was a baby and he said he had memories going back to even a year and maybe slightly earlier, and wow. people would be talking baby talk, and he'd say, "Why are they talking to me that?" I'd think, "Why are they talking to me that way?" <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so that was Barry Farber. <laughs>
5: yeah, no, he was amazing because the way he would put together a sentence, and the guy, you know, you knew they didn't rehearse the questions, but the guy, he had such a great answer to all of those questions; it was amazing.
17: Yeah, really. No, I I really enjoyed that. I just listened. That was when he was on uh, WMCA, I believe, in 78, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he
0: he would have been on WMCA
1: at that point, Pam. Yes.
17: Yeah, because I had just moved uh, from Florida. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I found the Southern accent, even though my family didn't particularly have a Southern accent, being from Miami, I thought the Southern accent was quite interesting and re- even a little refreshing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all I
7: wanted to say. Oh, that was good. Well, thank good. you,
1: because, you know, my parents moved to Florida, the Boca Raton, Pamps, so, and I used to like to travel down that way. So thank you very much.
7: Um, can, we can have I one more, more quick? More...
3: Oh, Dave's here. I'm jumping Go in ahead, on the Dave. Sure. I was just uh, I was just going to mention that uh, I could I could tell the station at the CAU is definitely from '72. If you listen to that Mer- the Lincoln Mercury commercial, uh, you heard that little cougar sound at the end. Which, of course, at that time, they were Mercury Cougar was uh, was the uh, the Chevy Camaro Mercury, and they were trying to sell the Year of the Cat. Oh yeah. Okay. That would have been-
1: Oh, that, that's true, and Dave, we, we should we should come on more often. We haven't heard you in a long time, and I hope that you're feeling well. Okay.
17: Oh yeah, he's yep. we we, sur- we we survived Corona. It was mild. Yes, we were I, in New I York. Thank heard goodness. About that. Thank goodness, we got a mild version. But I think we shared a bit and I gave oh. it to our friends in Philly. But uh, we're fine now.
5: Good. I hope everybody's okay.
17: Yeah, we, uh, they are. Everybody's fine now, our friends are even going
5: to
1: let us come back
5: well that that that's friendship right there. <laughs>
1: yes
6: it is. Take care you guys. Thank you very much, Pam. Okay.
1: Mike I'm gonna unmute Thanks. you if I load your hand by mistake. Go ahead, Mike. You wanted to say something?
6: Sure, yeah. I had um Bear, let's see,
5: Barry <clears throat> had two interesting theme songs. One was called Hip Huggers, which was by Bocotini, MGs, and the other was a big band theme song from, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it was an instrumental. It was a nice theme song. When he used to syndicate later, and they started to syndicate in the mid 70s, uh, he used the Sting, you know, the entertainer from yeah. the, uh, you know, they, I remember the meeting. Yeah, the had FAA, it, uh, had, know, FAA
1: had him, man,
5: and he did, yeah. Um, did.
1: You know, what's amazing. I didn't think that Barry Farber, because I know him from New York City, and I know about him, and you know, Chris is from Boston, and I know that he would but I didn't think that all you guys Really, you really, really took to him. I was so I was, I'm surprised at just how popular he is among the uh, people who,
5: who uh, yeah. are, are well, hosting. For example, college, on WMEX right? before it was ITS, they brought him in as a syndicated thing. They actually had him come up and do a do a show that they replayed a few times with him and Steve Frederick, who was a talk show host at the time, Abby Nelson, and Pat Whitley. And they just talked about stuff for a couple hours. They replayed it a lot. But then they would play, like, uh, during the night, they would play hours of his show, you know, from, I don't know how they did it, you know, shows from maybe the last week or two or however they did it. It was, you know, tapes that were sent around. It wasn't any, any line or anything like that back in those days. But so they they had him in here. As a matter of fact, one of the things he talked about, uh, talking about World War II, he said the one thing that riveted the country during World War II was the Coconut Grove fire here in Boston, or 492 people, where he said that took the war off the front page for like three days because it was such a, a, a tragedy. He said, and he remembered that as a kid, you know, being about 13 years older at the time
1: you know that was a, a, one of many fires i'm sure in Boston. i have an air check i have to do a lot of work on it to get it to, to, to do just some editing on it but i have an air check from uh, wvon in 1966 and i forget and I, I believe it was january february and there was also a big fire at a hotel in boston if i'm not mistaken at that that year and i just don't remember when the, what what the name of the hotel was uh chris but they talk about
5: it in the newscast so I, I don't I'll, uh I'll put that on. Okay. Well, I, yeah. I, I, well, there was one I, I heard on, on the Golden Age News Network—a big fire in a, a Chicago hotel, and during—I uh, think it was uh, like right after the war or something It was really tragic.
1: Right. But this was this was—they uh, were talking about a Boston hotel. So I'm going to try yeah. to get that ready in the next few weeks, and we can talk about that as well. So I'll, we'll turn it over to Bill, and we can do—we uh, can wrap this thing up, and I can officially get off off my chair and grab my last cup of coffee for the night.
2: I hope your coffee's better in our internet feed tonight. So <laughs> we rode through it. But but Jeff, what do you got coming up? What do you got? Yeah,
1: and is, well, it, is it the, key, the uh, we, we I hope I'm not breaking up. But my, was I breaking up pretty badly, Chris? Because I, I didn't think I was. But uh, no, I know. I don't.
5: I don't think so. I think. Uh, I, I think it's sounding better at home. Uh, from what I, I checked, you know, when yeah, the check uh, was on, it was really sounding draggy and, right. on the phone, but it was okay on the home. We're
1: going to travel to Marty's original home base in that Seattle, Washington, and we're going to hear what I've been trying to do for the last few weeks uh, is <laughs> hear how the stations are covering the. COVID 19 virus, but not necessarily the news part of it, but how they deal with it on a day to day basis. So we're going to listen to ARWM FM Seattle, Washington, and their morning team.
2: Yes, we are. And we're going to put this one mercifully down after that. There's a national Zoom problem. I'm getting a report here. So maybe, maybe that's why we're having some issues. So anyway, here we go. And
5: thank uh, that's you. That's why we're having trouble on the phone then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This week in our featured station segment, we're traveling to Seattle, Washington, and we're going
1: to hear radio station, I, KRWM-FM. The station transmits on a frequency of 106.9, and they're all operated by Hubbard Broadcasting. The radio announcer we're going to hear is Seth, who does the morning show at this radio station. And with everyone locked down in quarantine, let's hear how Hubbard Broadcasting's KRWM-FM handles the situation. So without further ado, sit back and enjoy KRWM-FM from Seattle, Washington, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live.
13: It's the top of the hour. Hour in the Pacific Northwest. Have you washed your hands? This hour of today's hits and yesterday's favorites. Powered by Motoshi Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. KRWMFM FM HD1, Bremerton, Seattle, Tacoma.
0: One, one, oh
18: Seattle. Hashtag, we got this Seattle. Hashtag, we got this Seattle. Today's warm. 106.9. Most music for your workday. day. This just felt like the perfect song to say that over. I'm going to say it again. Hashtag, we got this Seattle. We got this. We got this.
13: your workday anywhere download the free and easy Warm106.9 app 106.9. I found myself dreaming.
18: Next Megan Trainer and Sean Legend. Get ready for a win that is legend. Wait for it dairy. $500 on a gift card. We call it Warm 106.9 Quarantine Relief, and we'll give you another winning keyword at 630. I kept telling my boy yesterday, hey, we got to be careful about playing outside. It's going to rain. It's just the dumping of rain never really happened. Thank goodness. Not complaining. Not one bit. Mix of sun and clouds later on this morning. Then just clouds. Cooler for the afternoon. The high barely 59. Warmer. Little nicer tomorrow. High 65. Be pretty wet over the weekend, though, unless we get lucky like we did yesterday. 48 in Tumwater. It's 50 in Carnation and 52 right now in Renton. No blockers. Minor slowdown. South 5 before you get. To 520. Travel times are nice, though. Out of the north end, Everett to Bellevue and Seattle, both at 33 minutes. Federal Way to Bellevue, whoa, same number, 33 minutes. Federal Way to Seattle, 27. Yeah.
13: The Warm Quarantine Relief continues with another $500 gift card. Hi,
18: Jennifer and Seth calling from Warm 106.9. Didn't I just talk to you the other day? You did. Like it was yesterday, wasn't it? Were we talking about how it would be awesome if you had a double win? Yeah. Double win! You just got a $500 gift card. Oh,
13: my gosh. That is amazing. Thank you so much. Just listen every hour on the 30s for your chance to text and win a $500 gift card to use any way you want during this crazy time. Listen from home on your Warm 106.9 app, your smart speaker, the Warm Stream, or your car radio, and get your chance to add free money to your life. Powered by Southwest Plumbing.
18: Jennifer, what's the station? Warm 106.9 Up and smelling smoke right now on the east side of Uri, there's a pretty decent sized apartment fire. We hope everyone's okay there. I saw the video on the news, firefighters are working hard for sure. Thank you. Today's warm 106.9, where most people free work day will not stop Prince.
13: prints. Today is warm 106.9. Subscription free with no patch and no monthly fee. We don't want your money, just your good company. The most music for your work day and every day.
0: Today's War 106.9 Made a wrong turn once or twice To me. Today's War 106.9
13: Waking up to the most music for your workday with Seth and
18: Warm 106.9. Try to make these warm words that win as simple as possible. It doesn't get much more simple than four letters S-T-A-Y. Text the word STAY to 37667. Your chance at a $500 gift card with Warm 106.9 quarantine relief. And we've got birthdays. Lots of them. Kim Harper in Tacoma and North Bend. Sarah Roger. Leslie Chewy and Phoebe Zavis in Seattle. Eleanor Hollenbeck in Kent and in Fall City, Casper. Let them eat cake. Lots and lots of cake. Rusty from Christmas Vacation and Leonard from The Big Bang Theory. Johnny Galecki, he's 45 today. And Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's 35 today.
13: Take a seat. In times like these, avoid using your hands and instead use your voice.
3: Alexa, play my favorite radio station.
13: Okay, I am on it. Just say, Alexa, open warm 106.9.
18: Not a prayer. There's Bon Jovi. It's going to be tough to celebrate Mother's Day this year. I mean, let's be straight up. But the gift mom really wants, it's pretty easy to give her and cheap, too. We'll tell you at $6.54. right now. Good morning. I'm Seth. Not going to threaten you with all that dump and rain like we did yesterday that never uh, really happened. Just a mix of sun and clouds to start the day, and later, just clouds. Cooler, though. The high, barely 59. Warmer and nicer tomorrow. The high, 65. It's going to be pretty wet over the weekend, though. 48 right now in Yelm. It's 50 in Duval and 53 right now in Kirkland. We got a blocker. South 5 at 45th in the U District. It's off to the right side now. but There's plenty of flashing lights there oh and a tow truck too don't worry i got you i'm watching this live
13: today's warm 106.1 presents furlough and merlot because just like you We've spent a little too much time indoors, and the brainstorming is getting a little nutty. This is your chance to win a case of wine. Text the word wine, that's W-I-N-E, to 37667, and we'll get you details. Or enter at warm1069.com. Furlough and Merlot. Today, we virtual happy hour at home. So tomorrow, we can cheers together. Warm 106.9.
6: Southwest Plumbing wants to thank Bellevue LifeSpring for their COVID-19 Relief support in the community. For every text entry into Warm 106.9's quarantine relief contest, Southwest Plumbing will donate $1, up to $2,500 to Bellevue Life Springs. Southwest
13: plumbing, the one to call. Why would the guest of honor have to pay? Warm 106.9 was created just for you. Today's hits and yesterday's favorites. Subscription free. No fees. Just the most music for your workday. Today's
0: Warm 106.9. I'm going to die.
1: Well, there you go. Mornings is heard on Warm 106.9, KRWM-FM from Seattle, Washington, and their morning host, Seth. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line. It's soul free and hassle-free at 800 595 That's 800 595 And of course, hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett.